so we're able to, you know, cover a mo almost all of our expenses with that. <laughs> and so it's pretty awesome and to not have a mortgage to worry about, you know. That's awesome. House hacking is amazing. Welcome to the House Hacking Success Podcast, where you'll learn the path to free rent and financial freedom through real estate. Featuring your hosts, Brad Labrie and Drew Klingler. Hey everyone, real quick before we start the show, Brad wrote an amazing ebook that will teach you everything you need to know about house hacking and living rent free. To get a free copy, text house hack all one word to 22828. That's house hack all one word to 22828 to get your free copy. Welcome to the show, Caitlin. We're thrilled you're here today. Thanks so much for having me. This is a real thrill. For sure, for sure. So uh, talk a little bit about your health and wellness background and maybe leading up to getting into real estate. Okay, great. Well, um, about 10 years ago, <clears throat> I got really sick with an autoimmune disease. And I was already a personal trainer at that point, but it made me want to go deeper with the nutrition. And so I went to nutrition, holistic nutrition school in Berkeley, California. And I learned a lot of therapeutic approaches to nutrition and then I applied them to myself and to clients. And then I also um, started writing articles on my blog about it. And it became a career that I have done for 12 years or so. And uh, I guess, well, 10 years, but I was, a new, I, was, uh, I was a personal trainer before that. So it's a long time that I've been in health and wellness. And um you know, I got myself a lot better. At first, I was almost unable to get out of bed. So I've made a lot of changes to my uh, lifestyle and to my, and one of those was staying home and working from home. And, and so I've made a lot of strides and inspired a lot of people along the way with my articles and my, um, I made, I've made several books and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I have a YouTube channel also. That, that's amazing. Uh, I'm familiar with a little bit. My mom's a naturopathic doctor, so oh, I grew okay. up uh, with with a lot of that. Um, so, so that's awesome. So, tell us a little bit about you know how you help people in that industry. What do you encourage? Uh, because there is an epidemic in America where you know people feel like they don't have the energy to do some of the things that we do in real estate and other things. So, uh, how do you how do you help people do that? Yeah, well, I think that. You're right. There's a huge epidemic and people want to look for just a pill. But the problem is the pill is going to be another pill and another pill on top of that. And until we really look at the root cause, we're not we're never going to feel better. And I feel like if people really want to to get into it, they're going to have to make changes. So, uh, I mean, I recommend, you know, cutting carbs, a lot of um, meat <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's not, it's not the standard approach at all. It's completely opposite, you know, of what people are being told, you know, to eat more whole grains or, uh, things like that, which I don't agree with because I feel like the more you eat carbs, the more you're going to spike your, spike your blood sugar. And that's going to make you feel moody and depressed and you're not going to be able to be at your best while you're working. And so that's going to affect people in all professions to not, you know, one of our biggest issues is sick days, you know, people calling out of work and, you know, that's all due to not feeling good, you know, so. For sure. 
For sure. So uh, tell us a little bit about your transition into real estate, that first house. I know you did a lot of work with it and how it turned into um, being an Airbnb property for you. Sure. That's a great story. So a few years ago in 2014, we, my whole family lives in Nashville, but my, me and my husband, I met my husband in California. I lived out there for a while and we, I had had eyes on moving back because my sister was having a baby. So I told him, you know, let's just buy a house there because it's more affordable. And he had a job in San Francisco that helped us with our financing. You know, we bought a house that so we had our, um, we, we paid our rent there, but we paid, we were able to qualify as a second home here in Nashville. And so, uh, because he had that steady job, so, I mean, you like to talk about financing, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, uh, we got that and we, we weren't, he wasn't ready to move, but I was like, I want to move. I want to move. I want to move for like a whole year. I was just talking and I was coming like every two weeks just to visit and um, I could tell the house when we bought the house, we had about a week to look around. And uh, there was this one house. It was exactly like the house I grew up in. It's like a basement on the bottom and, a, you know, all the rooms are on the top. And then the basement with a walkout is on the back within the driveway goes around. So I thought, well, this is perfect. And I already could tell there was a door and I could already see that it was going to be perfect for an Airbnb because there was just, it had the right structure, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was already thinking like the wheels were turning, like we could do this. And then, um, cause it's just the two of us. We don't, and it's a big house. I mean, it's like, especially because we've been living in a 500 square foot apartment for 10 mm-hmm. years. So mm-hmm. I was like, we have so much room. Like, why do we, we don't need it. So I was like already ready. Like I had it mapped out, you know? And, uh, and then, so we started doing it as an Airbnb when we were still living in San Francisco and it wasn't fixed up or anything, but it already had a bathroom. So I put like a futon bed in there and a micro fridge and I, uh, made it as, and I put a rug cause the floor had a laminate, but it, but it was just like the cement walls. It was like a prison, you know, mm-hmm, <laughs> but I mean, they had used it like for a teenager's room or something before. Um, but it had the door to go out of the back so they could park in the back. And then, so it really was okay. I mean, everything in there was old, but it had the right bones, you know? So we started renting it like every weekend and I was like, okay, this is going good. You know, like we need to do something with this. And we ended up getting some extra money from, from me writing a book. So we got a bunch of money from that. And then, uh, I, we decided like we were just going to pour all the money into fixing up the basement <clears throat> for the Airbnbs. <clears throat> so we did that and uh, it just turned into uh, a lot, lot nicer. <laughs> we got all drywall and, you know, and uh, we put in a little, um, we put in a kitchen, kind of a kitchenette with a two burner stove and um, it's just really nice. And people always say it's like cozy and, uh, I mean, it's just gone really well. And so we're able to, you know, cover a mo- 
almost all of our expenses with that. <laughs> and so it's pretty awesome and to not have a mortgage to worry about, you know. That's awesome. House hacking is amazing. Now, um, what was, you know, your initial getting into Airbnb? I'm sure you've learned a lot along the way. Like, what are some of those things you've learned? How have you changed? How is, uh, you know, to better uh, suit your customer and maybe your experience as a landlord, you know, Airbnb host? I mean, I could write a whole book about that, uh, <laughs> but there's, um, you want to have some things like you want to have a, a book of things to do for them. You want to have instructions on the wall, like laminated for them. I mean, as many instructions as you can give, you really cannot give too much information. I mean, you can put, you want to have signs around the, the unit everywhere you can that is going to help them out. Um, and always use the app because Airbnb, if you communicate through text, for example, that is not considered uh, communication by Airbnb. So okay. do not, uh, so, so they won't cover you, you know what I mean? So don't, so don't, don't ever communicate with the guests outside the app. And maybe some people don't know that. Uh, try to always get them back into the app. <laughs> if they ask you stuff outside the app, be like, I only use the app or, you know, okay. please use the app. Um, you got to really, there's been a lot of changes here with the Airbnb. So um, now non-owner occupied, which is not what we have, obviously, but that is outlawed here is very big battle. Um, so you have to be really, really aware of what's the rules in your area before you're buying uh, don't just buy something and then be like, oh yeah, I think I want an Airbnb. I mean, maybe have a backup plan too. Like say, okay, well, um, I know a backup plan for us is like, there's a big, uh, healthcare industry here. So we, we could always do nurses or something like that. If for some reason our Airbnb was no longer allowed or something. Um, so what, what is the, uh, so for non-owner occupiers who, who were using Airbnb, like how did they crack down on it? What were some of the penalties? Cause I know a lot of people try to test borders with that. Uh, what does that look like? Well, owner occupied is still allowed. Uh, right. And you have to make sure there's a limit on each area of how many permits or whatever. So always make sure before, because some areas are super popular and some areas, nobody does it. So you could, you could have a free reign, you know? Uh, I mean, of course the location is going to really matter with Airbnb, especially, you know, being close to tourist things that they want to do. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, you have to, <clears throat> there's a lot of apps you can use that will pay your bills and stuff for you. So I definitely recommend those for streamlining. I mean, you want to think, especially if you're going to do more, I mean, our, our goal is to get another house in a year or so, and then. Um, you know, you want to have things streamlined. So we use something called Price Labs that will set the 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 events in town. Like I don't know what's going on because I'm not a tourist, you know. Right. And I'm busy working, so uh, it sets it for you. So that's called Price Labs. I mean, there's lots of them, but that's one I've used, and it's pretty cheap. It's like thirty-five dollars. Uh, then there's another one. It's called Alvera that will pay your taxes for you. So that's pretty helpful uh, awesome. because I can't deal with that crap. <laughs> like I hate that kind of stuff. So right. all you have to do is put in like your, how many dates, how many days were you were booked and then it figures it all out for you. And they cost 
but I think it's going to be less than if you screw it up, you know, and then you get a right. bunch of fines or something like that. So I think it's worth it um, for me and to just make it easier. So those are some things that have helped. Awesome. So uh, what kind of tips do you have for uh, remodeling? I understand you got some tips and tricks there. Well, uh, I mean, I would say like, try not to get a giant company. I mean, try to get like a one man band kind of a thing, because I feel like it might not be as fast, but you can really work with that person and they'll, you'll get to know them really well. And, um, and you'll just create a relationship and sometimes when they're already there, they'll give you a deal on the next thing or the next thing. Like we've had, you know, our guy here for like a year at a time, you know, like, so once he's already there, he charges you way less than if he starts on a brand new job or um, like he'll add on something at the end for like an extra thousand dollars or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, also, I mean, my husband has a great interest in remodeling. So, I mean, when we moved here, he had never like picked up a hammer, you know, <laughs> so he has learned tons from our contractor. And so it's almost like a <clears throat> an internship, you know. So yeah, if you sure. have an interest like that and finding somebody that's maybe older, like our contractor, he was older and he really didn't have the physicality that he needed <laughs> to do the work, but he had all the knowledge, you know, he would, yeah. he would always, he knew exactly what to do about everything, but he would run out of steam about noon, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so my husband could really help him or he would, if my husband was working with him, he would go longer, you know, cause he had that support or, you know, just when you get working, you get camaraderie or whatever the word is. For sure. so, <laughs> so, I've done that my whole career. I've, I've just, uh, you know, whenever I had somebody new, I'd go learn something around them. Uh, I still enjoy hiring it out, but, um, you know, every time I got a HVAC guy or, or electrician or whatever, I'm always there just understanding it better so that I can put the pieces together. Uh, when I do, you know, take on different projects. Um, and it's helped me a ton, you know, to envision things and be able to contact people when I need certain things done or if I do it myself. Yeah. I mean, now my husband can do, I mean, he can do anything. He can do electrical, he can do drywall. I mean, he doesn't choose to do that as a profession, but if he needs to do that, he can. And I mean, we most recently did this bathroom up here and I mean, we did the demo ourselves and then you know, he can do tile and he needs a little help with big projects or like, you know, he has some questions along the way. He doesn't try to do everything by himself, but he can definitely do a lot <laughs> that he couldn't do before. That's awesome. Cool. So you're now an agent. Um, what is that process like? What was the process getting your license and now being able to help people? Uh, how is it giving you a different perspective from being a landlord and Airbnb host? Well, I'm, I'm still getting, you know, I'm still new at it. So I'm still learning a lot, but I feel like my, my, um, background, I think gives people, and I really, it gives people, you know, I'm not just, I bought a house before I've done a lot of work on a house. I feel like I have learned a lot more than maybe the average agent who maybe mm-hmm. doesn't even, maybe even rents, you know, right. right. So I feel like I have a lot better perspective than somebody who's just fresh, fresh off the street. So, um, and I mean, I have a passion for this kind of stuff. So I think that goes a long way. Um, 
I think that, you know, I want to really specialize. I think sometimes we want to help everybody, but that doesn't really work. So, I mean, like you, I have an interest in house hacking and uh, I want to, because I really feel like people are missing the boat on that altogether. Like they're buying houses they can't afford, you know, here in Nashville is Dave Ramsey country, you know, so uh, he's down in Franklin and, and I mean, a lot of some, a lot of the stuff I, I agree with not about 50% or something because, <clears throat> but I don't think you should never buy anything if you can't pay for it in cash. Like you never right. have anything, you know? <laughs> so, right. I mean, there's definitely areas to disagree with, but cause a lot of the rent, the renovations we've done, I mean, after we ran out of the first money we did on credit cards, you know, and I paid them off and, you know, I wouldn't have a new kitchen right now if I hadn't done that, which to me is fine because I enjoyed that kitchen every single day that I paid it off, you know, so right. now it's paid off. So, I mean, I don't, and I, my house is worth way more. So, I mean, tell me that was a bad investment. I don't think yeah. so. You know, it's all, it, it, a lot of times it comes down to intention. You know, because I, I've done the same thing. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of Dave Ramsey. I've read a lot of his books. But at the same time, you know, I understand that, you know, there is such thing as good debt. And real estate uh, has been that way for, you know, both of us and a lot of people. We Basically, everyone we interview, they have, you know, house hacked through maybe an FHA loan or, you know, whatever it is, right? And then they are just intentional about it. You know, they put money into real estate. They weren't spending money on new shoes at Kohl's and, you know, carrying last Black Friday's debt for a whole year, you know, things like that. Um, you know, they were just intentional. All my debt is from Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the thing is, like, people from... Uh, yeah, people buy stuff that that is, I mean, I just paid off the bathroom that we did last year. We did it for my birthday. I was like, I want to do this. And we didn't have the money, but I was like, it's worth it. You know, I mean, I've ha been enjoying that bathroom the whole year and I just paid it off. So I'm like, awesome, you know. Right. <laughs> we used to cool. have yellow tile in there and now it's, <laughs> you know, the gray where everybody wants, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen some crazy tile colors, specifically pink. Yeah, a lot I mean, of pink, a lot of pink bathtubs. Our house was it had yellow and like green kind of tile. Yeah. So we got that, and it was like a bunker. I've never seen. I mean, you could have survived any kind of fallout in that bathroom. The seventies, seventies and eighties produced a lot of great colors. It took like two tr truckloads just to get rid of the the tile and the rocks underneath the tile is rocks. And then it's like this mesh. It's unbelievable how they used to build things. And now everything is like made out of plastic. <laughs> right. It's crazy. For sure. So, uh, Caitlin, what are your long-term real estate goals? Well, I mean, I, I'm really invested, interested in the investor side. Um, there's a real estate investors group here and I've been going and I really like that group. And, you know, I think learning from other people, I, mean, I just want to move every like two years or so and get like 10 houses or something like that and then fix them up. And <laughs> I don't mind living in, I mean, I, it does suck living in a big mess, but if you just kind of fix up one room and then put all your stuff in it and then just kind of shut it off <laughs> <laughs> while so the dust doesn't go in there. I mean, 
it's it's tolerable for a while, you know. I just think it's it's just so worth it, you know. When it's done, you just feel so amazing about what you did and it's just so nice. You feel so invested in it. I mean, even if you don't do it all yourself, like I said, I mean, we did kind of half and half, but um, it's just so worth it. And I just think people are getting in so much debt. They're buying huge houses they can't afford. I mean, I talk to people all the time. My sister is about seven years younger than me and all of her friends, you know, buy huge houses they can't afford. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, you're just doing it to keep up with the Joneses. And, you know, I want to help people that maybe have a little bit more of an entrepreneurial mindset and, uh, and buy something that, you know, they can own. I mean, we're set to pay off our house in less than 10 years if we didn't, you know, get another one or whatever. I mean, so that's a great feeling because I'll still be, you know, way below retirement age. And, um, and we have a ton of equity in our house that we can draw upon as well. So I just think it's such a better place to be in. Yeah, it allows you to do so much. You know, uh, I was blessed to have a a wife that's endured uh, all the moves we've done over the past, you know, year. But um, it really has created so much. And we're able to save and double down on mortgage payments, you know, because we don't really have a mortgage payment. So we still pay ours plus the rent, you know. And so uh, it's so amazing. House hacking has, has allowed us to do so much. And people are so hung up on comfort and it's like, I mean, what could be more comfortable? We have three bedrooms and two baths for two people. Like what else do we need? You know, (laughs) like, and then we, then we have, you know, downstairs we have two bedrooms and two bathrooms. So why would we need five bedrooms (laughs) for two people? You know, like it doesn't make any sense. Like why would we not? And I guarantee if we didn't use those rooms the way we do, they would become just full of junk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what are your favorite maybe mindset or business books? Uh, we read a little bit. How about, you know, or, or maybe people that you take away from the mindsets that you try to create for yourself? I mean, EXP is really amazing with all the resources they have. Every day you can go in the world thing and learn stuff from you know, the greats in the industry. So I'm doing a lot of that kind of stuff right now. Uh, I mean, one of my favorite books is Jen Sincero. I mean, it's like the number one selling book of all time, you know, but um, I like her take on things. It's a really positive, but not too like, not too Norman Vincent Peale. It's more, you know, it's more, um, more new age, I guess, but not too much, you know. <laughs> so that's a good one. I mean, you know, when I heard Rich Dad Poor Dad, of course, everybody says that. But you know, when I heard that about five or I don't know, so because I had it had it on Audible, you know, a long time ago. And um, I mean, I don't sit down to read much because I'm always on the go. But I do a lot of podcasts and. Um, I mean, I listen to Brandon Turner all the time, you know, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, those things. I mean, I love audio, audio, audio learning. Awesome. Cool. So uh, what about a real estate specific book? Do you have a real estate specific book that maybe uh, is your go to or or audible? I know you said Brandon Turner, who, of course, you know, hosts the Bigger Pockets podcast and perhaps coined the term house hacking. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, 
you know, those are really the ones that got me into it was the Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I mean, I, of course, I love stuff like Tim Ferriss. And, you know, I mean, I heard that four hour work week a long time ago, and it made so much sense to me, like living for today and not waiting till the end of your life to when you don't even know if you're going to be healthy anymore <laughs> to like do something, you know, yeah. I mean, you try to just squeeze in as much fun as you can along the way, I feel like, because you don't know about tomorrow and you, know, you don't want to be irresponsible, but, you know, I feel like you can do a lot of things. Even if you don't have a ton of money, you can still live a lot and have a lot of fun. I mean, I'm a big traveler. I've traveled all over and, you know, done a lot of stuff <laughs> and I still, still got a lot of years to go. So. Awesome. So uh, to kind of wrap it up, I mean, we really appreciate you coming on, sharing a lot about Airbnb and everything. How can people learn more about you and and uh, maybe if they're interested in health and wellness or learning more about Airbnb, following your story, like where can they find more about you? Well, I uh, started a YouTube channel. It's called Passive Property, and it's just kind of a nod to having property and making money while you're sleeping, and then also the uh, passive property on Instagram. And that's about as far as I've gotten with that uh, so far, but I really want to, cause I have a ton of friends that are real estate agents around here and all over the country. And I really want to interview them on YouTube. Um, and I have, so that's my passive property. So that's kind of my pet projects right now. And then, uh, if you want to find my health and wellness work, it's at Grassfed Girl on all channels um, on YouTube. It's Caitlin Weeks, and it also comes up as Grassfed Girl. So that's my um, blog and everything. I have several nutrition books that I've written and lots of things like that. So, uh, but I, I'm really interested in getting more into the real estate side of things, and so I really appreciate you guys having me on. For sure, for sure. And for people that are interested, what are the books? You said you wrote a couple books. What are the uh, titles of that? I have a book called Mediterranean Paleo Cooking. That's from 2014. I have a new book coming out. It's about the carnivore diet. I'm really into that right now. Um, I know there's a lot of crossover with like Bitcoin people and stuff. And um, Jordan Peterson people love carnivore too, of course. So um that's a big popular thing at the moment and it's really helped me the last year or so. Uh, so that's coming out probably in the next week or two. So I'm getting that going, uh, with my editors and everything. So, um, that's going to be at carnivore30.com. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. We'll put all your uh, links in the description so everyone can, uh, go find you. Thanks so much. For sure. Well, we really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story and I'm sure our listeners will get a lot from it. And so, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, Drew. Have a good weekend. All right. Good luck. All right, you All your- Bye-bye. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. New episodes released every Wednesday and Friday.